What's up, everyone? Thanks for joining us. This is the third episode of the Father and Son Financial Planning Team Podcast by Stokes Financial Group. We're your hosts, Skylar and Brian Stokes, located in beautiful, sunny San Diego. And we want to bring you a professional view on financial matters that individuals and businesses are likely to face on a continued basis. Are you going to make yourself some tea? Yes. Twinnings. Uh, twinnings. Right. Uh, breakfast tea. Right. Okay, good. Awesome. Insta coffee. Insta coffee. Insta tea. Insta tea. Indeed. So, and if you use the biodegradable. Yeah. Even better. Cups. It works yep. even better. Yep. All right. Let's do this. What's up, everyone? Thanks again for joining us. Um, today, we're going to be talking about debt. So, cheers, Pop. Cheers. You got your tea, I got my coffee. Oh, tea what? We're ready to go. My English breakfast tea. Yes. Twinnings, sir. Indeed, sir. You like the twinnings, huh? Oh, it's good. Do you put lemon in it? It's brilliant, you know? Do you put lemon no, in it? No, of course not. Why not? Isn't that what I'm they not, do? Well, I'd rather put limoncello than lemon. But <laughs> <laughs> well, that's a different issue. <laughs> that's Italian. <laughs> oh, man. Same flavor, just a little different kick. Yeah, different, different kind of... Indeed, so. Okay, so yeah, uh, let's talk about some debt and how uh, great. Let's not talk about debt. Great it's that is. Oh, um, oh, debt's just wonderful. Yeah, debt's just amazing. Oh, it's amazing <laughs> what it does to you. Um, so, what is your current situation with debt? And I'm not asking you. I'm just asking everyone out there. I understand. Yeah. So you got to think of well, not really think about, but um, kind of an overview of debt is where are you currently with your debt. Do you have credit cards? Do you have student loans? Do you have a mortgage, car loans? Do you have a home equity line of credit? Do you've got a small business loan? What do you got? Exactly. So or and, business loans. Yeah. And honestly, the amount of interest that is charged on some of these things is well, people don't really understand interest. They don't understand what what is happening when you have a twenty percent interest rate on your card. Yeah. Um, it is almost impossible to catch up on that, just paying the minimum payments. I think if you pay the minimum payments on a credit card, it lasts for like 30 years, something like that, because the banks are soaking you dry. Yeah, yep. Absolutely dry. But here's the thing, there's no use crying over spilt milk. No, what you gotta do is take care of it now. Yeah, you gotta take the steps to clean it up, you gotta get the brawny paper towels and soak it up and the move what? on. The brawny paper towels. Oh, brawny, I said brownie. <laughs> <laughs> okay, weird. Um, okay, so where are some common places that people can go into debt? Oh, wedding, buying a car, personal loans. Hey, can I? I want to buy that. I want to buy that. School, of course, school, always school. Mortgage, <coughs> credit cards. Mm, excuse me. And uh, actually, medical expenses. That's true. Very true. Yeah, that's yeah. a big one. Um, people don't think about medical expenses, but I'll tell you, it only takes one bad situation to occur. <laughs> 
and you end up with a twofold problem and that you go into debt because you can't afford to, to work and as a result not, not afford to work you're not able to work and as a, a result not be able to work you go into more debt yeah it's a it's a cycle absolutely plus you've got all the doctors looking for their handouts yeah um, weddings I know are or can be extremely expensive and I don't I don't know the statistics behind it but I f- but I think I remember seeing something along the lines of the average wedding costs like thirty or forty thousand dollars something like that it's it's amazing and I don't know if that's true I could be totally like just blowing smoke mm-hmm. up there but mm-hmm. I don't know that's average because you know when you take the average you take the low and the high and I've been to weddings that probably cost four yeah. or five hundred thousand dollars to put on so right. you take that offset with the other Sony puts ten bucks into their wedding Sony puts a hundred Five hundred thousand. The average is two hundred fifty thousand dollars. So, no, yeah, two of them. So you got, yeah. but nonetheless, it's it just the dress costs alone yeah. can get really extraordinary, right, right, extravagant. Yeah, and hopefully, you know, the family comes in and helps. But if they don't, then in any case, you end up with yeah. the, you end up with expenses, right? So you can say the same thing with cars, though. Too. I mean, a lot of times, car manufacturers and and dealerships and stuff they kind of entice entice someone with. We've got a um, zero, deal. zero percent down, and yeah. and all these other really cool things, and it sounds great. But at the end of the month, or at the end of two months, you have a five hundred dollar bill, and you're like, uh, uh, "That's right." Oh yeah, it was. Well, great. I like my car. Yeah, my car is. It made great. me feel good for about two months. Now it doesn't smell like a new car. Right. The dogs have been in it. The, yeah, you know, kids. Yeah, kids. And, yeah, slop family. On it, the, yeah. Spilled the burgers. And yeah, the in and outs. In and out. Is in there the shakes? Absolutely. I'm so guilty of that. I'm so guilty of that. Um, personal loans, it can either be from family members or from banks or yeah. from all other kinds yeah. of things. Yeah. And, and school, school. Core school. Yeah, school is. There's, all, there's crazy. what? How many tri- trillion dollars plus in school debt right Something now floating like that, around? Yeah. It's one of the big, big things that might blow up because people are getting further and further behind. Yeah. When you have people going to medical school and racking up two, three hundred thousand, four hundred thousand yeah. dollars in medical and and. And school debt, school loans. I mean, think about the if you're paying five percent interest on that. I can't imagine what's that thirty thousand a year plus paying it off. Right. So you're gonna pay some ungodly amount on. Uh... Right. So here's here's some really interesting kind of facts and statistics. Let's start. Let's start with the student loans that we were. That's what we were just on. Say someone has twenty five thousand dollars of student loans, which is a relatively small amount, at a five percent interest over ten years. The interest alone is going to be $6,800. Yeah, $6,800 Over 10 years. That's right. Okay. That's crazy. $608 a year. Yeah. What could you do with $608 a year you didn't have? Yeah. Um, but if you have to go to school, I mean, the, the reality is that, you know, if you go to school, we're not knocking having school debt. We're just talking about how to deal with it. Yeah. I mean, everybody who goes to any school nowadays, if you if you're from a, a working family um, and you're not extremely wealthy, you're gonna have school loans, period. Well, you yeah. have school loans. Yeah, well, it's, it could either be for a four-year university or it could be for a trade school. Absolutely. It could be for, absolutely. I don't know, um, any sort of So we're not throwing, we're not throwing any stones about getting education loans. That, no. Don't, don't go, well, I don't no. want to go there. But Edu- it's just education it, is yeah. the great equalizer of our society. Yeah, but you look at the expense of it. Now you've got five, a $500,000 loan like these doctors run out. They're paying $360,000 in interest 
over 30 years mm -hmm. at a 4% rate. And they're yeah. not paying four, of course, paying five or six. They're paying like $400,000, $500,000 in interest on their school loans. How do you catch up with that? It's, it's, it's horrendous. I think that also that $500,000, if it's running at 4%, I, I feel like it, it can be relatable to a house also. You know, like a mortgage at 4%. I think we talked about it last yeah, episode. Yeah, but the difference between a mortgage and a, I mean, a house and every, all these other loans is that in the house you have something that may increase in value, which has been going on over time, whereas all the rest of these loans, um, they're for things you already have. And like you buy a car, uh, last time I checked, you drive it off the lot, it's gone down four or $5,000, well, whatever it is, 10, right. 20% right. value almost immediately right. driving off. So all these other loans are based upon either past purchases that are not earning anything more. At least a house, you're paying the mortgage, staying in the house, and perhaps building equity. Sure. So that's a big difference from the rest of these. I mean, you're not building any equity on a on a on a personal loan or an auto loan. Right. Um, another thing too, you can kind of relate that with is if you go to school and you start at like a base kind of salary. You're going to have that student loan, but you've invested in yourself. And over Absolutely. the course of 20, 30 years, oh, it's a big difference. you're going to have more opportunity for you know yourself, your self-equity to grow in the company Precisely. or your experience Precisely. or whatever. So you, you, You've done sweat equity to get Sweat equity, equity. Yeah. there it is. They there call that in housing where you, put the money, where you put your work into it, it increases the value of the house. But sweat equity is you're putting sweat equity into yourself. Right. And that's really, that's the best equity you can spend, as far as I'm concerned. Having yeah. an education is... You know, you just have to work it out. So, but all these other things, you don't have to have a new car, right? If you've got a ten thousand dollar ongoing credit card balance, I've got it. I got my fingers in a cross right now, just to keep away Dracula. <laughs> At, and you're paying twenty. The I think the average is like twenty two percent, but I, I think that just for round numbers, um, a twenty. If you have twenty percent interest on a ten thousand dollar loan. You can expect to pay about two grand a year, just in interest you know on saying? the credit card. You know what's interesting is that they're thieves. Oh, in in the eighteen, I'm going off my history thing. Even though we talked about media history, yeah. You know, Napoleon invaded Belgium in part in eighteen in I think it was uh, early eighteen hundreds because they were charging the usurious rate. A four percent mm -hmm. on a loan mm -hmm. that was usury that was considered sinful um, way out of line a four percent loan here we got credit cards at 20 25 percent 30 percent it's outrageous well, absolutely outrageous wasn't wasn't the tea party started because the tea was getting taxed at three percent or something like that no actually what happened is the tea came there was in. something around three percent i think well it wasn't just that it was the fact that they were unloading actually the tea party in whenever it was 1774 1770 what happened is that the east india company brought in a boat full of tea and was trying to sell it off at 50% of, but they were dumping tea, mm -hmm. okay? They were dumping tea onto the American market and all the tea merchants in Boston already had purchased all their tea. So they bought all their tea at twice of what, what the was, boat was coming right. in. So if the boat came in and was, was able to unload, yeah. they would completely destroy the tea market in Boston. Hmm. 
people think it was because they were going against the Tax Act. Well, that was the that's what the uh, Patriots said, but actually, since it started in the, in the Tea Guild House, mm -hmm. they're the ones who dressed up, went on, as far as I've read, yeah. and threw the stuff over the side because it was going to completely destroy their business. When I went to Boston two years ago, yeah. it was I went to that um, uh, the museum, the Tea Museum, yeah. and everyone and it was you didn't the, say it right, Tea. Well, I mean, American, you know. American now, <laughs> but they had the full kind of. They had the suits, they had the, the dress code, they had everything. They were talking like um, colonials did. Yeah. Yeah. It was really interesting. They had something where if if there was something bad that was said or it was relating to like a negative thing, everyone would hiss. So you'd go, tss, like, like, I guess a snake. Like no one, no one. And if, if something was good, they'd be like, huzzah, and like they'd kind of yeah. stomp stomp the floor like the back of the, the chairs or whatever but um, we actually went on the, onto the, the vessel and like checked out the tea um, kind of thing or whatever and um, it was just really really cool like yeah. I, I colonial history is awesome so anyway okay going back to that okay. <laughs> um, adding all that up let's say that you've got that $500,000 loan running at 4% you've got that $25,000 auto loan at 4% $25,000 student loan at 5% and a $10,000 ongoing credit card at 20%, you're going to get $368,000 of interest for $560,000 in loans, which means you end up paying $918,000 over 30 years. That's, oh, they're going to raise the interest rates anyway, don't forget, so it's going to be right. actually over a million. So that's, that's over 65% interest with all that added up. I hear you. That's so crazy to me. That's amazing to me. Yeah. But what's crazy is like in order in order to like have to buy a house, like in order to kind of get some things started, people feel like they have to, you know, have those loans and That's because that's what your credit is based upon, which is really crazy. You know, in Europe, if you don't have debt, you're in good shape. Mm -hmm. In the US, if you don't have debt, you're not worth the risk. It's really bizarre. Yeah. Um, so what do you think is the most important debt piece of debt to get rid of first, Dad? Boy, that's tough. Um, I would get rid of credit card debt first if possible. I would say so. Yeah, I'd agree. Yeah. It just depends on the, high, the highest interest rate mm -hmm. and get rid of it. You know, uh, paying off. The problem with paying off credit cards. Now, I wouldn't always pay off, put all my payment off on a credit card. Because what people do who have credit cards and have high debt is they use credit cards. Mm -hmm. Okay, so instead, if they go ahead and pay off part, take part of the money that they have excess and use it on a school loan, or use it on any other of these loans where they can't get the money back, then they end up not just going out and using the new balance on their credit right. card to buy more stuff. Right. True. Does that make sense? No, Even for sure. I, I'm talking about. I know. As uh, far as money-wise, they would always say pay off your credit card debt first. But if you have that much credit card debt, it means you use your credit card all the time. Mm -hmm. And so, if you, again, if you pay off your credit card or you pay down your credit card, pay more on your credit card, you're more likely to use it again because you just put more money on it. Whereas, and so you feel like you have this more, this bigger... Precisely yeah. so I can spend more. Whereas if you put it in your... If you put the excess in your student loan, then next month... 
your student loan, I know it's still the same, well, the excess, but the interest will be less and there'll be a shorter time frame. Mm -hmm. So perhaps paying off a loan that is not accessible, re-accessible, is a better option for some people. It just is. What would you say about, um, you have those five debt kind of instruments right here that we talked about. Yeah. The the mortgage, the car, the student loan, the credit card. Um, let's say that you've got kind of all those pieces together. Would it make more sense to pay off one at a time and throw the entire chunk of what you've got, your excess, into one thing? I, it, it would. It, you'd think it would make logical sense to pay off, again, the credit card is going to be the most expensive thing. However, if you cannot control your credit card spending, then no. Mm -hmm. Then you pay off the other, the other um, loans that you've got because the money will make an impact. Mm -hmm. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. Yeah, sure. it's, 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 it's counterintuitive to what every other financial advisor would do. Pay off the credit card debt. Well, you know what? The fact that you have a huge credit card debt means you use your credit card. Yeah. So. If you put money on your credit card, you'll use it, mm -hmm. and you won't get anywhere. Yeah, yeah, it's it is kind of counterintuitive, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, you can also call your credit card companies and say you don't want to have more than if you make a huge payment on a credit card. When you get like pick you you have a five thousand dollar limit or ten thousand dollar limit on a credit card, and you have ninety five hundred dollars in debt. So what you do is. Let's say you can pay a couple thousand down. Then you call a credit card company and say, okay, now I want my limit to be 7,000. Mm -hmm. I don't want 10,000, I want 7,000. Mm -hmm. And they'll lower it. Mm -hmm. Lower the max amount you can use on your, on your credit card. Mm -hmm. It'll drive people crazy. But on the other side, if they're really used to using your credit cards. But mm -hmm. that's, I'm just giving ideas. I mean, so it's, it's almost as though having self um, control. Yeah. And self-control is very hard. If, if, you did, if everybody had self-control, you wouldn't have people overweight. Mm -hmm. You wouldn't have people in debt. Mm -hmm. You wouldn't have people crashing cars. You wouldn't have people screaming and ranting in the streets. Mm -hmm. You just wouldn't, it wouldn't, it wouldn't be, if they had self-control, but we don't. Right. People aren't that way. Right. right. So I'm just trying to address human nature, not what's on the paper. Right. Right. So, um... If you have an advisor out there, yeah. um, talk to them about kind of reducing these kind of absolutely pieces of debt. If, absolutely. If, if you if that's something that you feel comfortable talking. After about. you fund your four hundred one k plan to the max right. at your employer, especially if they offer. Mm -hmm. Um, matching programs. Mm -hmm. Max it out. Max out your IRAs first. Mm -hmm. Save for yourself first. I'm going to say that, as I said in the last podcast, every single podcast I'm going to say, put money aside. If it's ten dollars a month, it doesn't make it. It makes a difference. Mm -hmm. Okay, mm -hmm. you won't feel it, but it makes a difference. Instead of spending six dollars a day on a cup of coffee, um, buy a buy a, a uh, either a tea bag or a, or a coffee, an instant coffee bag. Uh, I know that some companies sell those instant coffee. Yeah, the instant, the ripped and the Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and take the excess and put it in your retirement plan. Mm -hmm. Quit <laughs> self-indulging every <laughs> single day. <laughs> okay. Um, so you can self-indulge later. 
See, right. that's what people don't think. They don't think about later. Right. The one thing about, especially millennials, is... Um, Are you going to make fun of us right now? Absolutely, absolutely not. No, no, no. See, um, I know martial the, arts, bro. The, so do I. <laughs> in the, in the, the, the people who came out of the Depression, they saved like mad because they knew what could happen if you didn't have money. Mm-hmm. And then you had their, their kids who paid attention somewhat and kind of saved. But even think about how many people at this point in time in this country who are children of depression-aged babies who don't have a lot of money. And then you have the third generation, and now we have a fourth generation, which is millennials, who don't really <coughs> plan much for Excuse the future me. at all because we're all stuck in this, in this present box. And what you have to realize is that it is just a small time period in your life. Mm-hmm. And it, but it's the it's probably the most productive time in your life, and so when you have that time, you've got to maximize it. And if you can maximize that time, and get the debt off of your back, then it's the best thing you can do. Now, talking about mortgages, I had I had somebody in the family call me, mm-hmm. and they said, you know, I've got an extra bunch of money coming out of. Out of, out of a plan that I had going on, what should I do with it? And it was already pre-taxed, and it was, it was net money. And I said, literally, what's your mortgage? So it was about 100 and, well, whatever amount it was. And the money they had coming out was a little bit more than the mortgage. I said, pay off your mortgage. Mm-hmm. I, I, I heard, heard the phone drop, because mm-hmm. they said, well, you should buy this, you should buy that, you should buy this. Mm-hmm. And the reason I did it is because it gave them safety, mm-hmm. and it gave them security, and it gave them a <sighs> moment. Right. And that's yeah. what everybody needs to seek yeah. is serenity mm-hmm. with their money mm-hmm. and not have the money control them. And debt controls you. It totally does. Absolutely. Totally does. Controls your mind. Well, what if what if you can't get away from debt? What if you, just like you said, if you've got some medical kind of issue or medical deal? Then you like, just have to work your way through it as best you can. I mean, it's just hard. Debt is, debt is a hard, hard thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It can, it can extract your life out of you. So would you say that structuring through a budget oh, could potentially help you rid the debt quicker? Sure, and if you use the budget program or the budget sheet that was posted up on the website. Or, yeah, just yeah, ask us about it, yeah. Yeah, you can ask us about it. Uh, send us uh, an email at contact at stokesfg.com. We'll send you along a budget sheet. It'll help at least tell you where you are. If you don't know where you are, you can't plan of where you're going. Mm-hmm. If you don't know you're in Texas, you may end up in California when you're trying to go to Florida. Right. Right. It's it kind of all goes back to the last planning. podcast. Plan, yeah. Yeah. Last plan episode. where you're going. Yeah. Know plan where you're starting. Yep. And know uh, that kind um, of thing. Would you rather have to go into debt? Of course you would. Absolutely. So how do you do that? Don't borrow. So you don't buy things. Don't don't buy things that you cannot afford. Don't so, buy things. Okay. Yeah, you just have to save back. Now that in this economy is very difficult to do because you have, I mean, you have to have a car, and unless sure. you're unless you say you start with a car, I guess you could buy a a three thousand dollar car and just and a lot of people do they struggle struggle struggle, but they they end up very proudly buying that $3,000 car and they own it they struggle, struggle, struggle and over time as they get better they're able to buy more and more and more. Yeah. So, yeah. you know. Um, 
I think along with that too, you should have some sort of emergency fund. Uh, a 10% of your, actually you should have three months of expenses in the bank if you can. So three to six months of expenses. In the bank. Expenses meaning your rent, your credit card, credit debt. card your student loans, yeah, your everything, your food that you pay that, for, You're doing a gas, budget, you're doing everything. a budget, you know what your budget amount is. If your budget amount is $3,000, you should have about $9,000 in the bank in savings. In savings, With not in credit card possible accessibility. In savings, it's cash. Basically, a savings account yeah. that doesn't have a card. Yeah. That you can't transfer. Yeah. Maybe CDs. You can buy you can buy three month CDs at the credit union or at the bank. And yeah. Just have have three months like one. If you if you have six months of expense in the bank, every three months half of it rolls into a CD, yeah. so it's earning a little bit of interest, but it right. just sits there. You can't access it immediately. Right, right. So it's essentially don't touch it, only yeah. f only for emergencies. And what kind of emergency situations would you would you oh. say that's kind of where? Medical, especially. Medical. I, I you have accidents. Yeah. You can have, I mean, if you have a car accident, I mean, you're going to have to have some money to, to lay into it if you have a health issue. Mm -hmm. Heck, you go to the hospital, the first person you meet, and, uh, having been there Couple once or twice, um, for the second person you meet is the person walking around saying, okay, how are you going to pay for this? Mm. First person to die right. saying, okay, what's the emergency here? Okay, I'll go back and get your medication. While you're laying there, here comes this pen shoved in your hand, say, sign this form <coughs> so, we can, right. so we can bill you and your, oh, and by the way, how much are you going to pay today? Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. If you don't have it, well... Right. I think um, if in the event that someone also loses their job. No, oh, yeah, absolutely. Unfortunately, it does happen. It and, does. And Although without, right now jobs are coming in like crazy. Yeah, it's, it's awesome. Um, but another thing that in my personal opinion from, from my generation, with a millennial kind of um, viewpoint is, again, because we are super connected with everyone via Instagram, or Facebook or Twitter or whatever um, we see all this all these people going out having beers enjoying their life with their friends and it's shared amongst everybody and so it's a total highlight reel and we end up kind of getting sucked into this like oh like I need to go out and I need to go have fun with my friends because that's what everyone's doing and that's how I'm gonna experience my experience in my life like that's kind of what I want to live and that's how I want to live is like through having fun yeah. and that's an that's an awesome kind of viewpoint there's ways though that you can kind of take a step back not pay as much to go out well and I, yeah. I, like like for instance having people over at your house I'll just say that like grabbing grabbing a 12 pack of beer or some burgers or something you know I'm going to say something that probably a word you don't you don't know. You have to look it up. It's called potluck. <laughs> where, no, it's awesome. It's where really everybody funny. brings in. Why don't you bring a salad? Yeah. I'll bring this. You bring yeah. that. And you're with your friends. You're not being bothered by, uh, oh my gosh, we, we've been at the table for an hour right. and a half. We have to get up and leave. Right. Um, we're going to pay $12 uh, for a glass of beer. Right. That only costs you $1.98 at Trader Joe's. We can go in and get the whole bottle for a buck and a half, put it in the freezer for 10 minutes, wrap it up in a cold thing. Yeah. And you're done. Yeah. So, and you can enjoy it a lot more. And instead of worrying about the bill at the end, 
There is no bill. There is no bill. It's awesome. It's the it, coolest it, thing it, ever. That's the way to it's do it. It's seriously so, and it's it's cool so because you do know pot. No, do you know the word potluck? Yes. I didn't know you knew the word potluck. Yes. You know, that's, um, actually, it's something we're trying to implement in our life. Like, I think it's great it because I mean we have this awesome backyard, and granted, like we're really thankful for it, but it allows us to kind of have friends over, friends over, and friends of friends, yeah. and it's a total social scene without having to deal with parking and expenses expenses and paying for everything and and i don't know like super drunk guys that just want to fight you you know what i mean like it's just it happens out there i know it does and it's not it's not personally something that that um you can enjoy people a lot more yeah i I totally think that you can enjoy a more quiet environment yeah i know you i know you get you know you go to like poseidon in 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 del mar and you can look out on the ocean but um, you can spend a five hundred dollar bill on on beer and wine and food for eight people when you can do the same thing for seventy fifty bucks at home and enjoy it just as much. You right. won't get the you know won't get the view, the but viewpoint. mostly you're speaking to people. Right, that's right. what you want to do. Right. There to be people. Not, yeah. Not against anything against restaurants. Don't get me wrong, but right. you know I'm just giving ideas. Right. To save money. Yeah. It's also, um, you could say the same thing with um, food. So you can pay off your debt. Yeah, so you can pay off, exactly. So you're going out, you're, like I said from my experience, going out, having a beer, having two beers, and then you get hungry, and so you order a flatbread, or you order like, I don't know. Four bucks, eight bucks. Yeah, so it literally ends up being every time we go out, like about $20, $25 per person to eat. And that's something that I think we can totally kind of flip. And, oh, absolutely. And so I think that the purpose of this episode here is to kind of bring to light you know, there are ways that you can save and still have an awesome experience with absolutely. your friends, you know. So absolutely. the only way to not go into debt is to plan ahead and spend less. And you have to budget in order to make sure that you're not using any credit to get you through those situations. So yeah, that's um that's kind of it for today, Dad. Um, Sounds good. Yeah. So that's 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 debt. But thanks for joining us, everyone. We hope you enjoyed the show. Next time we're going to talk about personal insurance. We're indebted to you for listening to this. We're indebted to you for, for listening to this. <laughs> if you have any questions or would like to get in touch with us, please feel free. Contact at stokesfg.com. And as always, in between episodes, you can follow us on our website, stokesfg.com, Facebook, LinkedIn, Twitter, Instagram for daily news and information. Also, remember to subscribe to the podcast, and um, we hope you enjoyed the show. So until next time, we'll see you later. Ciao. We'd like to thank Ryan Claus of Claus Creative for providing us with this awesome soundtrack. You can check Ryan out on the SoundCloud, Claus Creative, or his website, clauscreative.com. Brian Stokes is a registered principal, and Skylar Stokes is a registered representative offering securities and advisory services through Independent Financial Group, LLC, a registered broker-dealer and investment advisor, member, member FINRA, SIPC. Stokes Financial Group and IFG are not affiliated. Brian Stokes is licensed to sell securities in the following states, Arizona, California, Michigan, Massachusetts, Nevada, and Washington. Brian Stokes is licensed to sell insurance products in the following states, Arizona, California, Nevada, and Brian Stokes is California insurance license number 0831591. 
Skyler Stokes is licensed to sell securities in the following states, Arizona, California, Oregon, Colorado, Hawaii, and Utah. Skyler Stokes is licensed to sell insurance products in the following states, California, Utah, Arizona, Colorado. And Skyler Stokes California insurance license number 0K53148.